Hi, and welcome back to the Action Wellness Podcast. This is The Naturopath's Corner with me, Maya, The Naturopath. I want to talk to you today about ketogenic diets. And I want to talk to you about them because even though they have been popular for a few years, I still keep encountering people asking questions about it, trying it, wondering if it's the right diet for them. And I think it's time to try and make some sense in the ketogenic diet, who it's right for, who it isn't right for, and how it even came about. So let's get started. Okay, so in principle, our body receives its energy from three main sources. We have our carbohydrates, which are grains and and, um, lentils and beans and fruits and vegetables. We have fats, which can be different types of oils and butter and avocados, um, fish. And we have proteins, which include animal products and legumes, beans, lentils, etc. Now, in the standard American diet, carbohydrates make up about half of the daily calorie intake, which is quite a lot. Now, when carbohydrates are broken down in the body, they're digested as sugars, which are then burned in the process of energy production in the body. The body usually has a sufficient supply of carbohydrates for about 24 hours. And after that, the body starts to break down fats in order to generate energy. Once this process of burning fat for energy production begins, another process occurs. The fat is converted in the liver to fatty acids and ketones. When the level of ketones in the blood rises, which is also known as ketosis or acidosis, the heart, muscles and brain use these ketones as an alternative energy source for sugar. Okay, so whilst normally what happens is we use sugar to produce our energy, in the ketogenic diet, we start producing, we start using ketones as the source of energy. Okay, so this is a process that naturally occurs in the body when it's um, when you're on a fast that lasts over a day or a day and a half. The ketogenic diet was originally developed about a hundred years ago. It was developed in order to treat epilepsy in children after they found that fasting helped reduce epileptic seizures. And it was very popular until effective drugs were developed to treat epilepsy. Now the research shows that it's very effective and when you follow it consistently, it resulted in a 90% reduction in seizures. However, at the same time, you must remember that it's not very easy to stick with it over time. Now, a ketogenic diet mimics the effect of fasting without actually avoiding food. And they do this by using a high fat diet, a sufficient amount of protein and about between two and four percent carbohydrates. Now, this avoidance of carbohydrates, it sort of tricks our body, or cheats the body's system, and it causes a change in how the body's biochemical mechanism works. So we're actually forcing our body into a state of ketosis and burning fat as the main fuel source in the body instead of sugar. Traditionally, the ketogenic diet includes a menu that contains about 75% fat, about 20% protein, and 5% carbohydrates, usually without a calorie restriction. In order to reach a stage of ketosis, carbohydrate intake should be reduced to 30 to 50 grams a day. Obviously, this depends on 
height and weight and sex and the degree of physical activity. And you have to remember that the more extreme the avoidance of carbohydrates is, the faster the state of ketosis is reached. Now, the way to make sure you stay in ketosis is to perform regular urine tests with strips that can be bought at pharmacies. I do not recommend switching to a ketogenic diet without close supervision. In fact, in the past, when doctors asked patients um, to try going over to a ketogenic diet, they recommended to stay in a medical center for close medical supervision due to the high risk of complications. What are these potential complications? Well, at the start of the process, you may see the appearance of headaches, brain fog, fatigue, um, excessive urination, which is basically the symptoms that you may be familiar with already um, from the end of a fast, if you've ever done a fast. Adaptation to ketosis, it varies from person to person. Some people get over it within two, three days, and some people it can last up to six weeks. Now, in order to follow a ketogenic diet, you're asked to eliminate carbohydrates such as pastas, breads, and sugar. That is not necessarily a bad idea for most of us. But additionally, we ask that the consumption of vegetables and fruit be significantly reduced and consumption of fats such as cream and butter increases dramatically. And that already is where the problem in my mind starts. At every meal a large amount of fat should be consumed and you do this by adding coconut oil and butter and ghee and nuts and avocados and things like that alongside with proteins like um, egg and fish and meat and dairy products green leafy vegetables and vegetables with a particularly low glycemic index like radishes and celery um, they're usually recommended in fact what we're asking is to replace a plant-based diet with an animal-based menu. Now, the possible benefits of this include weight loss, improved epileptic conditions, improved diabetes um, and diabetes uh, uh, occurrences. And according to recent studies, a ketogenic diet can have a positive effect in cancer and neurological diseases. I've seen this myself. It is very effective in cancer. Um, if you suffer from epilepsy and you have an iron willpower, this could you know, suit you like a glove. Um, another thing that people on a ketogenic diet say is that after you've gone through the initial phase, you feel like you have a really clear mind and much more able to focus on things. But this is, of course, anecdotal. Now, what are the possible disadvantage of these? Well, first of all, constipation, because you're having a very, very low fiber intake once we've reduced the um, vegetables and the fruit and the beans and the lentils and all of those. Hypoglycemia, excess cholesterol, osteoporosis, kidney stones, and possibly also pancreatitis. Long-term use of ketogenic diets in children can lead to developmental delays and you should also be aware of the fact that it is not possible to be on a ketogenic diet without having to take supplements in order to cover nutritional deficiencies, which can be severe. Okay, so you can't actually get absolutely everything you need from a ketogenic diet. Now, another thing that I feel should be discussed widely is that 
most studies to date examining the effectiveness of a ketogenic diet have only examined animals and men. There were no studies that prove the safety or effectiveness of the diet for women until very recently. And none of these studies were done long term. The studies that I have been able to find um, that included healthy young women to start with have shown unfavorable health results. If you're asking if this diet is right for you, I don't have an unequivocal answer to the question of whether or not you should try it. What I can say is that in my mind, a diet with which you can't survive without taking nutritional supplements requires real consideration. And maybe you shouldn't embark on that without really good reason and without thinking ahead about what it is that you want your life to look like. Now, beyond that, reducing the consumption of simple carbohydrates like sugars and breads and pastas is an excellent idea for most people. But in my personal opinion, if you're interested in your health, I would say it's better to replace them with complex carbohydrates, such as vegetables and fruit, for example. Um, if you have any questions, if you want to know whether you, I think that this diet would be appropriate for you or not, um, please feel free to reach out and email me um, or schedule a clarity call with me. You can use my website www.myanaturopathy.co.uk I look forward to hearing from you and hope you have a really good day